0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Naked and Inside Out. This week's topic is the stigma of being single, and what it means to be single if you're sacrificing yourself or settling to fill a void, and how has relationship dynamics changed over time? So I think the main question is, why is being single such a stigma? Jay, any insights? (laughs) Oh boy. Well,
1: most people, whenever they think that someone is single, it's because there's something wrong with them, or that you know, that you know, you're such a nice person, you know. Oh, let me set you up with somebody. But they don't ever look at the other perspective of it, where it could be, yeah, maybe I am happy being single, and maybe I'm on my own path right now, or maybe I
0: don't want to deal with other people's bullshit. And I like my life how it is. Oh well, yes, but okay. But why? Why are we personally defined by our relationships? Like, for example, a lot of times people say, "Oh, well, what does your so and so do? What is your significant? Yes. What do they do? You know, and like, depending on like their career or what they look like, if it's a man, if it's a woman, like." Then that clearly defines who you are. Which, yes, it does. It it tells it tells a story, but it doesn't define who you are. But why why is everyone so fascinated? If you have someone, and if you don't have somebody, why is this a problem?
1: Well, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> 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 I, I I wouldn't give somebody oh, came, a problem. You came to the
0: wrong podcast. <laughs> yes,
1: I mean. I think that a lot of people sort of don't have a self identity and they identify with their spouse or whoever their partner is versus them necessarily having their own sort of understanding of themselves.
0: I will agree with you on that. Well I think a lot of people search for their quote better half to help better define themselves but it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. Like some people are just fine status quo with themselves. But so for example, I find it interesting because in a, in a corporate environment and in a job setting, if you're not with somebody, then it, it kind of sets this whole big question mark tone. Like, what do they do in their free time? Like, isn't there somebody else? And it's, it reminds me a lot of... Um, did you ever see the Sex and the City episode where Miranda agrees to a dinner party with her boss who sets her up with another woman even though she's not gay on the show. Um, But the point that she made was, wow, now I'm accepted because he has me figured out. And because... Before, there was this big unquestioning, like, well, what is she outside the office? But now that she can be segmented and put into this little box of, well, I have you figured out. It makes sense now. You're gay. Great. Or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, But I just thought it was so interesting because I will get asked that all the time, too. Like, oh, you live by yourself or, you know.
1: Yeah, but that should be more of an accomplishment than it is, like, a question mark. Like, I feel like people are, ne- like, almost shocked that you can be independent and pay your own way and do your own thing, and that you have your own one-bedroom apartment that you're not sharing with somebody. It's like, that shouldn't be necessarily, like, a question mark or looked down upon. It should be looked down as a, like, a positive thing that you're doing it on your own.
0: I agree. <laughs> but, um... But there's still this underlying tone that when it comes, it comes down to if you're not with somebody else, then you don't have life figured out. Like exactly what you were saying before, like you're flawed or there's something, something that happen or there's like baggage or like, why can't you just live your life as is and not, I don't know why it's honestly, it's more of an issue for everyone else. Exactly. Rather but than the, the person, person. Because why do they even care single. so much? It's not their life. It's true. Well, I mean, that's what that's what we're discussing. Yes. Right <laughs> so, anyways, okay. That's just to kind of um, to outline everything. And this kind of became a focal point, I guess, in both of our discussions. Um, we came across this article. It's called "All the Single Ladies," written by Kate Bullock from the Atlantic, which
1: was recommended yes. by one of my male co Yes, which is which so interesting. I thought was even more interesting.
0: Because um, it's a very woman-empowered article, and it's fascinating. We'll link it up on the site, so you should check it out and read it through and through. Um, so we're going to hit a couple points that resonated. But she makes all these great points of the dynamics of being a single woman in today's world, what it means, and just the bullshit of dating and why are we defined by our relationships and how it has evolved, Um, I guess, like more like gender roles in a relationship and career-wise also I thought was really interesting, a lot of the points and facts she brings up. So also in the article, Kate Bullet touches on the idea that the dynamics of relationship roles specifically between men and women um, have changed and how with the increase of male joblessness, how women are now holding the stronger roles. And it's funny because she goes into comparison with different times and different cultures and how this has ebbed and flowed throughout history at different times and different situations. Like, for example, in Russia with um, like a whole alcohol syndrome with males and how women really had to step up to the plate and same in Japan cultures because of different social and political aspects that have changed Um, and I guess have affected society and how at different times pe- different like genders have had to step up to the occasion but anyways... It's very interesting, but circling back around to, like, more, I guess, everyday, like, hitting closer to home. Like, what do you think? Like, has the romantic market been disrupted by these slackers, or is this a case that women no longer need to marry up because we have our own status? And I think these are two different questions. I mean, I guess the first one, like, do you think it's being disrupted by these quote-unquote slacker guys. <laughs> I mean, okay. Wow. If you, if you like guys, <laughs> I'm like, well, would this, <laughs> would this, um, do you think this is an issue? Because when I, re- when I was dating men, I would find that I was so taken back of how much I worked on getting my, sh- my, my life together and, as much as it wasn't, you know, like, trying my best and always striving for the best me, you know, because I always push myself. And then I would get into these relationships with these guys that had nothing to offer. And I'm like, what am I doing? I mean, I guess for me, I think it
1: was more generalization where it's just people, not necessarily men. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll take I mean, it I think that sometimes that just certain people aren't as like-minded or as driven as other people. But obviously this article pinpoints more of the woman almost being just as equal as a man in terms of accomplishments and success. Yeah, and how
0: guys have to like step up their stuff. (laughs) I mean, I I
1: agree with it to an extent, but I think in the same way, it's like a compatibility thing. Like, because there are...
0: It's just that we're so strong and we're looking for other like, strong, and people to be in a relationship. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not easy to find.
1: Like, if you probably did a poll, you'd probably find that a small percentage actually has things together. And that's another thing, too. Define having things together. For everyone, it's different. So...
0: You win. Point. No, 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 no. No, no. No, it's true. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you, (laughs) but I'm saying, okay, check. But in the (laughs) same way, I mean,
1: I think it's a common problem. Like, half my friends that are single that date men... It's, like, the same thing over and over again. It's
0: tiring. Five years. It's just like, yeah, I
1: went on a date with this other guy, blah, blah, blah. We're not on the same page. Like, he's not as driven as I am. He isn't, you know, like, on that same roadmap, whatever that is. Um, So, I mean, I think it's some extent that they have to step up their game. But in the same way, it's, like, I feel like, as women, are we, like, overcompensating? Because we constantly have to prove ourselves, especially in the workplace. And in society, because it's like, I mean, now more so it's different, but it's like w- women notoriously are known as not being as taken serious as men, or not being as respected as men. Not that this is going on this feminism rant, but I'm no, just no, no. saying, I think that that factors into the whole thing. It's sort of like, okay, well, it's great. Like, I think, like, for me, I think I'm successful. I think that I'm driven. I think that I want all these things,
0: and I would want that in someone that I'm dating, But Uh, it's funny, I'm sorry, just to go on a tangent with that. It's funny because in the article, she does touch base on how women are being paid higher, are testing higher, have higher college degrees. However, when it comes down to, I guess, the outspokenness, when it comes to male versus female in a competitive career force, women are still shying away from that. Why? I don't know, necessarily. I mean, my industry is a bit skewed. I work with predominantly all women and mostly gay men. So it's, I feel like I don't have anything to say in that. Because I don't know. But it's interesting. And maybe we'll have to have a whole another episode based on that. It is, it's fascinating. Because we have the numbers, but performance-wise, it's still not quite there
1: yet. I mean, I just think that... I mean, there's many factors that go into it, but it just is an interesting perspective to take because it is almost like a turn-off. Like, if you're... on a date yeah, It's absolutely a turn-off. So, uh, you know, I see it, and, you know, you want to be, like, empowered, and you want to feel like someone's there supporting you and pushing you further to achieve whatever you're trying to exceed, succeed in and what you well, define you wanna as You want to balance
0: back and forth. a lot. Like,
1: and that's the thing. It's like my friends will go <laughs> on dates, and they'll like, oh my God, like, it was the worst conversation ever. Like, there was no intelligent conversation. It was like, yeah, you look good. (laughs) You know, like, and who knows? Maybe it's more just like this hookup thing where men are not looking for that. Like, maybe men are not trying to settle down. And that goes back to even
0: why so many people in New York are single, you know? It's like... But then it also goes into there's no longer a need to marry up status-wise because generations before us, that was part of the equation. Yeah. And not even, like, huge generations before us. And I, even now, I think it still is a factor when getting married for a lot of women. Which I'm not saying it's necessarily wrong. I don't care. Do your thing. It's not my cup of tea. But, I mean, I feel like now more and more... Oh, hey. That's New York, everybody. (laughs) Uh, New York says hello. Um... But now, like more and more, there is this self, I don't know, like empowerment that I don't need this other person to say, hey, I've made it, you know. And it goes into um, this amazing quote in the article, and it says, we as women, we are becoming the men we want to marry. And to me, it spoke in so many levels. Um, And it was said in the 1970s. By Gloria Steinem. Which is so amazing because I don't know the context in which she stated this. But it's so interesting because for me, in endless years of dating in New York and going on these dates with guys that I feel were never up to my par. Or like there's no equal, I guess, compatibility or drive that I saw in another person, or just having having their things their sh- together, <laughs> and that are ready to commit into this relationship, and maybe that's where, you know, and I was looking for a same person that was on the same level as me, and I guess, for me, I found that in a woman instead of a man, so... Who knows? Maybe I'm out of this whole... Equation, <laughs> yeah. Equation. But I will contribute my thoughts. Um, <laughs> but it is. Know. It is very interesting.
1: But I think a part of it, too, is it's like if you're constantly going on dates with people and not getting what you want, it's like how could you not become what you want? Because you, you're you constantly searching for this particular person or qualities in a person. Well, yeah, so you I think,
0: know it's, it's what so you're be, looking so for. So I feel like it
1: makes sense. Yeah. It's like you... But in the same way, like... You're becoming the man you want to marry? No. <laughs> uh, well, but for me, though, see, I feel like that, that whole quote doesn't even apply to me personally because I feel like...
0: Well, it's a whole gender thing, but it's a very... Yeah. Stir-the-pot, I mean, interesting notion. Exactly. Larger scale. But for me, then, also, that goes to show the whole terms of what is a nuclear family these days and is it still considered a nuclear family or is it something that's evolving because now we see multitudes of families with step and extended families and you know like anyone could have a child these days you don't need a man a woman two and a half kids a dog and a picket fence I think that's really interesting too because it also blurs the lines that even even if we are considering a male-female relationship, um, and those gender roles within the relationships and the women taking the higher, I guess, as we say, the male role, which is so both, whatever. But (laughs) just so it's clear, because we don't have visuals, we'll just, uh, uh, define it that way. You know, like, are these lines blurring? I mean, I think absolutely yes. And I think it's great. Because I think that it means more open acceptance for a lot of relationship dynamics, so to say. The stay-at-home dad.
1: I mean, that's a whole other conversation, too. It's like there's no traditional roles anymore. There's dads that stay home and take care of the kids and clean the house and cook dinner and do this. Or it's a split-even thing where, okay, Tuesday nights I'm cooking and Thursday nights you're
0: cooking, and I I'll like clean this week- weekend. You clean two weekends. Which is that, great. Whatever I mean, is. I th- but for me, I think it's profound because I didn't grow up that way. Did you grow up that way? No, I didn't either. So well, we're it's like, in
1: a completely different time.
0: No, I know. Yes, but I think it's fascinating, and I think it's great, and it's amazing with the whole with the whole idea of marriage now, and how the generations under us, with the millennials and the. Gen Xers, how they find marriage obsolete. I don't know, I can't say a majority, but I I think a lot of them do, and I think a lot of it also determine, or it could could possibly be determined that more and more families have split up. I don't know why. I don't know if it's more because it has become more socially acceptable. Maybe they like, so
1: many people rush into marriage without thinking about it. Maybe that also. I think also that the values of marriage aren't as respected as they were our parents generally. That's a good it, point. It's sort of like,
0: yeah, I love like, you for now. And it's like and this may, that, and let's... then they
1: have an easy way out. And then what also doesn't help, which is a whole other conversation, which I can't stand anyway, is all these like celebrity divorces and marriages and all these things. And all those people are seeing that, and it's I think all can, those people are what like the Gen Xers and millennials. Oh, are seeing that? Are seeing that? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, Kim Kardashian or whoever—I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't even follow this stuff. But if this one's dating this one and getting a divorce and that, it's like, oh, okay. Why would you even do that? Yes. But I also think, like, a lot of my coworkers are in that generation and most of them are men. It's funny, you work with most of them. Women, I work with mostly men. Um, well, at least we come from two different, different sides of views. <laughs> it's interesting, though, for them because they're almost younger and in more serious relationships that are like marriages, almost. But they don't... Like, to them, it doesn't matter if they are married or aren't married. It's sort of like they have this understanding and this, like, respect, and they have that time and growth. And I don't know if it's just, like, because they're young or that they're growing up with this different mindset, but it's interesting to me because it's, like, they're not really rushing into anything, and they're sort of just, like, going with it. And, you know, down the line, if marriage happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, it
0: doesn't. What if it has a complete, total backlash And how slutty sleeping around divorcing what if it the next few generations all these people become like completely monogamous and like committed relationships it could turn into that too who knows I don't know I'm just stirring the pot yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I I just find it fascinating that I mean every relationship dynamic is different but I just find it really interesting how like because think about it a lot of men haven't settled because there's so many single women out there are so many prospects like why settle? I mean, even girls with men, it's
0: like, well, well that's that's the whole idea of the uh, of the playboy. Exactly. In the article, it's like,
1: well, why settle?
0: So you can see from both until they start getting to their yeah mid thirties, and 40s, they're like, oh wait, I want to reproduce. Oh or god, I, yeah. I need an offspring and to like make myself my invincible or not invincible. Uh, what's that other word? Um, not live forever, me. whatever. Yeah, I don't
1: know, but I just think it's like interesting. It's like two-folded because it's like there's this one perspective where it's like you know the playboy and like you know not settling. There's this other one where it's like you know being in a committed relationship and not rushing into something like marriage and not and going against like the traditions of it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but people will see something with it. Like, oh, you've been together with so and so for five years. Why aren't you married yet? Or yeah, why are you living together? there's all these expectations. So there's all these sort of like. Questions about your personal life just because you don't follow society's rule of that house with the picket fence, with the dog, and the two kids, and whatever.
0: Well, and then that person feels uncomfortable because you're not following their rules. But then it's like you feel uncomfortable because it's like, well... Why is it their business to be What the heck in? am I doing?
1: No. But, and then you're like, I no, disagree. I'm right. no,
0: but no, it, it plants a seed, like,
1: I don't know. I completely disagree with you there. There's a plan to do it all for me. It's like, why do you care about my life if I'm happy in my life and if I'm living with someone that I've been dating for five years and I don't want to marry to them? How is it your business? If I'm happy, that's it. If you want to follow society standards or what you think is acceptable, that's their issue.
0: So, what do you think a nuclear family is going to look like in the future? Like the show, The New Normal, where the two gay dads hire
1: the um, woman to carry their baby. And then she becomes like a part of their family with her daughter. And it's funny because she comes from this like southern.
0: Wait, did you see that on the week of Pride? Those two dads had a baby that was born. No, so you cute. didn't tell me
1: <laughs> that. Oh my god, I love them. Wait, they're together in real life? Not, no, no. Oh, on somebody. the show?
0: No, it wasn't on the show. It was somebody in real life. It was really cute. Anyways, I'll show oh. you when we're done with it. Sorry,
1: I got really excited for a minute. But anyway, so, what so what's so know. interesting about this show is they tie in like interracial, gay. Then the mother like becomes part of the you know part of the family who's carrying their baby, but she has a daughter, but she wasn't married and had the daughter with this like low life guy, and then the girl's mother. Is like, from the South and really strict. It's, like, what are you doing? Like, you can't have these gay dads, you know, carry their child. and the gay, gay dads. But in the end, it, I do even the show is still on, but in the end, it's sort of like they all come together. Like, their differences connect them. Um, and they all find ways to help each other, which, I, that is how I see well, the next family. Well,
0: that, okay, well, that's not even newness because... You didn't read this book, but Sex at Dawn, which was referenced in the article. And as I'm reading the article, I'm like, this sounds a lot like Sex at Dawn. And it does. She references it. And it's going back to the whole um, hunter-and-gatherer arrangement where equal living, shared responsibilities, and marriage is a tribal sense and everyone takes care of everyone else. So you're saying you think it shifts back in that way?
1: I don't know what's gonna happen i'm just saying tell that. me the future <laughs> i honestly have no idea remember we were at a lecture recently and no one knows the future do you do you not recall this
0: wait what yeah yeah
1: but anyway we don't what about was the it. quote i don't know but the whole point of this is that i don't know but i i see it being as different and non-typical as possible
0: so how do what i mean so what's gonna happen to the single ladies how do we, what do you think? Let me get
1: out my magic eight ball. <laughs> I have no idea the single ladies. Tell me now. <laughs> I think the single ladies, if they're happy with themselves and who they are and they're happy being single, they will continue to be single. If
0: they meet someone out of the blue that changes their mind. and they Do you wa- think more women will? Well, it's funny because she says at this point, 40% of women who have children are filed as single, which I can contest to. My, my sister is one of them. But do you see this, like, in the future as something where women are not going to settle and get married and have one of the, one of, two of these, like, deadbeat or playboys as their boyfriend or husband, and, you know, is it like having your own child, like, you don't need a, you don't need this co-parenting, like, you can do it yourself? I mean, it's all a personal decision,
1: like... You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. No, like, no. The, all these single ladies, uh, you know, could magically meet... hands up! Oh. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. They could potentially meet, you know, whoever they've been looking for their whole lives nonsense, you know. But in the same respect, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be... I just think that everyone should just stop judging everyone, and no one has to worry about any of this. Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it's like, it's like if you know that... I don't know, your friend is single and she hasn't met someone that she's compatible with and she wants to have her own baby and she can financially and emotionally support it, why not? Let her do what she wants to do. However, if you have your other set of friends that, you know, are happy, your stereotypical, like, couple married with kids and they're happy, great. It's like, as long as everyone is happy and fulfilled and not judging or making you feel like you shouldn't be accepted by society or whatever or whoever. It's like,
0: everyone should just live their own way. Amen. We heard it here. We heard it here on Naked and Inside Out. With that, we want to hear from all the single ladies out there, or if you're not single, um, some feedback about how do you think these relationship dynamics have evolved and where are they going and... The pros and cons. Um, So let us know. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And you can email us at... Hello at NakedAndInsideOut.com Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Until next time.